Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to Two Pete in a Podcast. Nice to have you. We are continuing talking about that lovely stuff called diarrhea. And with me, as the other member of the Two Pete in a Podcast, I'm Simon Strawn, and with me is my friend and colleague, Michael Platten. Hello. Hi, Mike. All right. Right, so let's talk about why we get diarrhea. So we spoke last time very quickly about when is diarrhea diarrhea, and we said it's more than three watery stools a day. So why would this happen? So very brief, what, in a nutshell, the causes are broken down into something that you're eating that is causing the diarrhea, and it's causing the diarrhea because what you're eating is not being completely well absorbed into the body, so it's called malabsorption. So that's something like lactose. Wheat. Wheat, if you've gluten. got your gluten in celiac disease or gluten in gluten if you have a gluten sensitivity, lactose intolerance. Some people get it when they are allergic to cow's milk protein that present with diarrhea. Some, lots of people with allergy to any food, they don't necessarily have to have like a shock light collapse state. They just get diarrhea. They get runny tummies. Um, and, and that generally is what we talk about when we talk about malabsorption. You can, unfortunately, also have some nasty diseases that can cause malabsorption. And we've mentioned one, the one where you can't digest gluten called celiac disease. But other diseases like cystic fibrosis, for example, have a malabsorption problem. Uh, and then many others uh, that we don't need to have to go into each one specifically. We also talk about uh, infections that can cause uh, diarrhea. Mike, you want to go through those? Mm, yes. We break infections down into five groups. Bacterial, viral, worms, something called protozoa, which is like single-celled organisms that can cause diarrhea, and parasites. And normally, like more than, what, 90% of children will have a viral gastroenteritis or viral diarrhea at some point in their lives. And that doesn't require any treatment other than rehydration, which we'll go into. But there's no way we can get rid of a viral gastro. Unless or, you vaccinate. So remember rotavirus yes, yes, vaccines. Yes. Rotavirus vaccine protects you your against rotavirus, which is the most common virus. So if you read up about it, you'll come across viruses like the Norwalk virus and rotavirus are the two most common. And the thing about rotavirus is it causes severe, explosive, dehydrating gastro. Mm. And children can get into serious trouble very quickly. Uh, and thank goodness what we have now is a vaccine. And the vaccine protects you from dehydrating gastroenteritis that puts you in hospital. You know, Mike, when I was training, uh, I spent time at, uh, in Cape Town at UCT and I, I specialized up at Vitz. We had rooms, we called them drip rooms, because that's where mm -hmm. we used to put up the drips on the children to rehydrate them. And they, these rooms ranged in size where they could accommodate 25 up to 100 children. And in rotavirus season, which is generally the winter months, this, these rooms were packed, baby to baby, Shoulder to shoulder, it was the one of the most exhausting things I've ever had to do in my training is look after these children in the drip room because there were so many of them. Mm. And you know that since rotavirus vaccine has been introduced, these rooms are closed. Mm. 
that don't exist. So I can be your follow-up on that, having gone through this 20 years after you did. We don't have drip rooms. Yeah. We do still get dehydrating gastro intermittently, but we don't have rooms dedicated to gastroenteritis and rehydration. So in your, in your, as your explanation, sorry to interrupt you, but I That's thought fine. it was important with that. <laughs> so you're talking about viral gastroenteritis. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then there's bacterial uh, gastroenteritis or bacterial diarrhea. And that is if there is a specific bacteria or a bug that is growing in the intestines and causing your diarrhea. Or what we need to worry about is whether there's blood or not with that, and also just the, the quality of the diarrhea, because the viral is pre- normally profusely watery, and then it gets better. Your bacterial and it diarrhea... stinks. Viral gastro yeah. clears a room. <laughs> okay. Uh, bacterial, you're looking at watery diarrhea that, that's not as profuse and as frequent, but it changes in consistency. Well, I found that it changes in consistency over time. Sometimes it's watery, sometimes it's a bit more form, sometimes watery. But normally it's accompanied either with di- with blood or with a fever. And mucus. And mucus, yes. And that would require an antibiotic. Then your other infections, like your worms, don't normally cause diarrhea. And then there's protozoa and parasites. Your different parasites that you can get... Uh, so Giardia, I mean the ones that are waterborne, the waterborne ones. So, and a lot of the bacteria that you pick up that give you gastro are coming from hands during cooking. So Giardia, for example, is called traveler's diarrhea. So that's why when you go over and somebody gets deli belly or something like that, they talk all about, uh, it's often from that. Uh, and the bacteria are often things like E. coli and Salmonella, which are names you may well know um, because they're common and they generally come from undercooked food or food that's not been properly washed. Uh, so these things are really important. Okay. So those are the, so we did malabsorptions and we've done infections. Inflammatory bowel disease. Not as common in children. It is there. Yep. Definitely present, but it's not as common. So those are diseases that really uh, cause swelling, inflammation and sores mm. and ulcers in the lining of the colon and intestine. They're quite ugly. Mm. So the next one is actually going to bake your biscuit, probably. Constipation can cause diarrhea, yep. and we call it overflow diarrhea because the, the stool in the rectum is so hard, it actually blocks the passage. So what happens is that water or fluid accumulates above the obstruction, and it escapes around the side because the intestines are still trying to squeeze this big ball of poop out, and it can't. So it squeezes, and this water comes around, and you your, your child might have diarrhea, and they're constipated. And very often they present because they're pooping in their pants. Mm-hmm. And, and if we're going to take our own definition of diarrhea being more than three watery stools a day, in this situation, it may not even be more than three watery stools a day. It may only be one, but the point is it's so watery that the child will often go, but I didn't know it was coming. Mm. And it's confusing because they're constipated, but then they have diarrhea, but then they're constipated and they have diarrhea. Yeah. The next thing is something called toddler's diarrhea, and that is normally a non-dehydrating diarrhea that children over the age of one, but generally over the age of two, can have, where they eat and then almost immediately afterwards they have a stool. They can still contain food particles, meaning unchewed broccoli. Carrots, always carrots. Corn will always come through also. Whether there's toddler's diarrhea or not, you will have unchewed corn coming through. Right, Uh, so toddler's diarrhea, that can be a normal diarrhea of children and doesn't need to be treated per se there are certain things we can do to try and help it like in or decrease the amount of carbohydrates increase the amount of fiber increase the amount of water that the child child is getting 
and that normally resolves. But that can be there from one to two years all the way up into childhood, so six or seven or eight years of age. Yeah, and it's just children whose poop is not necessarily watery, but it's just never a decent, what you would consider as normal consistency. It's always like mushy and there are bits in it and the children are generally well and they grow well. But it's a concern for parents. Mm. And it is, even for us, it's not something that we just go, oh, it's toddler's diarrhea. It is what we call a diagnosis by exclusion, mm. which means we would carefully listen to the, the story. We will carefully examine and then even do some investigations to make sure there was nothing else on the go. Yeah. And then the last thing I think is just the story about, it's also what you're ingesting, but the story of antibiotics and diarrhea. And there certainly are some antibiotics we know that can not only irritate the gut, um, when you're taking them to treat whatever infection that you're, you're suffering from. So you may get diarrhea while you're taking them, but really you can get diarrhea after you've taken them. And that's what we call antibiotic-associated diarrhea caused by a specific different type of bug. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, I think that's it. I think we've given a, a fair enough overview uh, without going into explicit detail of why mm -hmm. children can get runny tummies and, uh, and diarrhea. Yeah. All right. So next we're going to be covering treatment, non-medical, medical, and then we're going to end off with warning signs like your diarrhea plus in the end. So if a child has allowed you to, thanks for listening. All right. Bye then. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook at Two Peter in a Podcast at Two Peter in a Podcast TWO not the numerical two this is our disclaimer the information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion we're giving it to you for your own information Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.